New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Dr. Anadea Judith. She's the author of Charge and the Energy Body, the vital key to healing your life, your chakras, and your relationships. Anadea, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. It's always a delight to be here with you. I'm always honored to have your presence here. As an expert on the chakras, you've been studying them for a long time. How do you describe the chakra system and its importance in our lives? Well, people know chakras as an energy center or a wheel. The word literally means wheel. But my definition is they're centers of organization for the reception of energy, for the assimilation of that energy, for the storage of it, and for the expression of it. So we could take it in as food, we could take it in as words, as images, as love, we receive love, we assimilate it, we store it, we express it. Each of them has a different level that they deal with, so these are organizational centers on each of these levels. And there are seven of them. Well, different systems have different numbers, but I'm kind of a classicist, and I like to go back to the classic system that has six basic ones and then the crown chakra. So I work with a system of seven that is so elegant and covers so much ground. And the base one has to do with survival? With survival, it's the element earth. I really like the elements that are associated with the chakras. I they do say too. so much about it. Earth is solid, and we have roots that go down to the earth. And the first chakra's name, Muladhara, means root support. We get our support from our roots. Second chakra, Svadhisthana, means one's own place. That's in the abdomen, it's the element water. So it's all our flow and movement. Third chakra is fire. That's our solar plexus. That's our vitality, our get up and go, our will to action. Heart chakra is air. Well, air is soft. Love is soft. We soften our boundaries. You know, air doesn't have sharp edges and boundaries. So it flows back and forth in balance. Fifth chakra is sound. And sound is how we communicate. We make sounds out of our throat. We hear sounds. Sixth chakra is light. Light is how we see. And seventh chakra is awareness and consciousness. And we just experienced an earthquake right then as you were talking about our seventh chakra. That's always shocking, isn't it? It is. To feel the earth shaking beneath our feet. So I, I just have to say that out loud on this program right now because it was a big shake. And so do we all gonna, feel a charge in our body from um, that earthquake? Boy, I sure do. It's do like, we whoa. feel it? Yeah. Do we feel it? So that was the seventh chakra, and now the crown chakra is... Awareness and connection to all that lies beyond, which much of which we can only reach through awareness. So when we have these different chakra systems going and when they're all open and flowing, that's a good thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Charge wants to be free to flow. And I believe everything has charge in it, the grasses and the trees and the wind. And we want to be connected inside and out. When you say that... All life is made up of 
energy. That's what we're discovering in physics. In physics and, and, and everything. And that that's the cornerstone or the building blocks of life. That's right. It's really energy. Even our bodies, really, if we look at them very, very closely, they're really empty space and, and yeah. energy. Uh, at the atomic level, it's just energy. Right. So if life is energy, then these systems where these energetic places in our bodies are open, then things are going pretty well. But what happens when they're closed down, when they're blocked? Well, when we're blocked, you know, people always say, how do I know if I'm blocked? Well, first of all, you'll feel some pain or discomfort in your body in a certain place, or you'll get sick there a lot. That's a block. Or that area of your life won't work. Like you don't communicate very well, or your relationships don't work, or you have a hard time financially, or you have a hard time following through with your will, or you're overly emotional, or you're numb emotionally. These all relate to the different aspects of the chakras. And when a chakra is blocked, it'll show up in your life somehow. So it'll show up in your body, it'll show up in your life. And, you know, if you're not aware at all, your friends will tell you about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're not right. What are friends for? Absolutely. They'll tell us. And and we may not want to hear it. I know that you devote some part of your book to relationships. And there was something very interesting that you said about relationships and about energies. If people have the same kind of charge, let's say, in any one of these centers, if they're matched too much, then their relationship may not have a lot of juice. Yeah, and I think some of the more harmonious relationships where people are very aligned and they're very alike, they're peaceful relationships, and some people choose that. There's a lot to be said for it, but they often don't have a big charge. They often don't have a big sexual charge. That comes from differentiation. That comes from some polarity, some, you know, and it doesn't even have to be two different sexes. It can be the same sex, but there's still some differentiation. You think this, and I think that, and we've got some juice to grapple with. So the relationships that really have a lot of charge usually have some struggle going on in them. But that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. That's how we grow. So tell us, how can we use that? Well, if you have a partner that triggers your charge, positively or negatively, even in the negative triggers, you're getting a gift. You're getting a chance to look at what the charge does in your own body that will uncover your own issues for deeper healing and awakening and awareness. If you can take your attention off what your partner's doing and go to what is the charge doing in my own body? What is the life force doing? Oh, it's pushing up into my throat. Oh, it's making my heart beat fast. Oh, it's making my thoughts go in a whirl and a tumble. And just be with that and go, okay, I'm going to be very loving and accepting of my own charge. I'm going to look at where I'm blocking it, and I'm going to soften those blocks and just allow that charge to be delivered. Or do something with it. You know, when somebody makes me mad, it's a great opportunity to clean my house. (laughs) (laughs) You mean literally. Literally. I can just like, oh, now I'm so (sighs) charged up. (laughs) You know, get the energy out and vacuum what I was looking at and go, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. So if our partner or maybe even a work situation is somebody's triggering us, we could really use that, just stop for a moment and go inside and say, boy, I'm really feeling this in my body or I'm feeling this, whoa, this really is hurting my heart. 
I just feel such sadness. And I, you know, if I go take a moment just to get quiet and say, oh, that really made me sad that whatever he, she is saying to me. Yeah. And that can diffuse the charge. And it can even diffuse some of the sadness. You can just say, oh, yeah, I have a big charge of sadness around this. I have a big charge of fear when you say we're going to go do this, you know? So in other words, not to say, oh, don't say that to me because you're making me sad. But if you use the words like, oh, I can feel such sadness when you say that. And then that's a very different way of approaching it than saying, you're making me sad. Exactly, exactly. And say, oh, could you just hold me for a moment in my sadness? Could you just, you know, just make an empty space so I can actually take a moment to really feel this sadness? Because often we just shove it down. A good example is if there's a couple and they're, they're not together on how to spend money. Yeah. And money has a lot of charge. Money a lot of charge can, in this culture. Money can produce a lot of charge. So for me, it goes to that root chakra. It goes down to that survival chakra. Then a good way for me to handle that with my partner might be to say, oh, this really, really scares me. I can feel it really deep in my gut. So can you understand why this might be scary to me? Can you, can you hear me on that? Would that be a way? That would be a great way to do it. And I would just say, you know, oh, I got a big charge of fear around this. You know, when I think about spending that much money on a car or something like that, I just can feel it come up in me. And I'm going to sit with this charge and I'm going to see what it's really about. What am I really afraid of? What are my beliefs about that? What you know, and maybe you have a belief that it's not okay to have something for yourself or you're not worthy or, you know, it's never going to come around again if you spend it, you know, it's not going to be replaced. To look at the beliefs and what's my need around that? Well, I have a need to know that you're going to be there for me if I get sick and, and there's going to be medical bills or I have a need to know that, you know, we've got at least this much in the bank. And so how do we take care of ourselves around that? Now, I can see this might butt up against your partner who has a very different viewpoint, and that comes from their whole way of growing up or whatever it was. So when these butt up against each other, I might be able to find out myself where that blockage is or where I'm feeling that charge. But what if my partner doesn't want to go there? Yeah, and it's very difficult. You know, some partners just won't look inside. I mean, I run into this in couples all the time. And then you still have to take your own charge and go, hey, what am I going to do with my own charge here? And you can come back and say, you know, when you won't own your own charge, it makes me hard to own mine, you know, or it brings up even more charge. So if you can just keep talking about yourself, you can actually set an example, and then maybe your partner will follow. And I think this is where a good therapist is often beneficial. But Anadea, I have to say, there are a lot of bad therapists out there, too. (laughs) So I I just want to caution people about just going to any kind of therapist. Well, I really hope therapists read this book because I think that's what therapy is really working with. It's working with people's charge and not the content so much. 
And even somatic therapists that are working with the body, what they're working with is charge. So if therapists have this concept, and this is why I choose this word charge, because they can use that with your clients. Oh, you still have a big charge on your ex-husband, don't you? Or you still have a big charge on not being good enough. Or you still have a big charge on being afraid someone's going to leave you. It's a way that people can start to understand themselves and then the partner said, oh, yeah, this is a charged area for her. So it's more about the charge than the story. That's right. Always. So, I mean, the story is important, but first of all, to go for where the charge is held in the body and work with that. And often once you free that up, the story resolves itself. I can't say always, but often. Yes, there you go. Oh, Anadea, it's so wonderful to be with you today. There's so much more we could talk about, but maybe we've given a little flavor for people to to look up the full body of your work. Thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you, Justine, and for all the work you do to keep New Dimensions alive. It's so important to our world. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I've been here with Dr. Anadea Judith, and she is the author of Charge in the Energy Body, The Vital Key to Healing Your Life, Your Chakras, and Your Relationships. And if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, anadeajudith.com. She spells her name A-N-O-D-E-A. Judith, J-U-D-I-T-H, dot com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.